Welcome to another episode of Today's Lesson, a Nick Cave podcast. I'm Andrew. And I'm Sean. Today we're going to talk to you about the song Wanted Man from the album The Firstborn is Dead. Sean, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. You know, it's been a slow week. I've I've listened to way too much nick cave i've been bouncing around a lot and i've uh, in particular listened to this song too much so i'm kind of in a stupor at this point so can't complain can't say much else andrew how are you that's great you've been doing sounds like you've been doing a lot of uh, work putting in the hours for this podcast that's extremely lucrative that's right i've um if if listeners know i've already lost my job uh, my relationship is on the rocks, but I I am pushing for the number one spot on Spotify listening to Nick Cave, and I'm I'm not going to let anything get in the way of that. So, Folks, that's commitment. That's what it takes. That's what it takes to be a Nick Cave fan. That's what it takes to do a podcast. Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, <laughs> not much to report. Uh, I've been listening to the, this song once the podcast and uh i think that was plenty so i did my work now i'm ready to ready to talk about it with you okay that's good i'm I'm glad we're both putting in the time (laughs) let's jump into it (laughs) um this song was written by bob dylan for johnny cash um, whoa yeah talk what? about talk about two titans of music what uh was there a special occasion were they were they collaborating at the time on anything in particular or was it simply just writing this song well dylan performed with johnny cash um a number of times uh one of my favorite dylan tunes is girl from the north country i'm not Mm. sure if that's a dylan or a cash tune but a a duet between them that sounds like they didn't practice it at all (laughs) um but it's really good and cave received permission to alter the lyrics um so he does get some credit here uh but this essentially is another you know cover track Uh, i think the maybe the third one we've talked about as such Yes, yeah, roughly, and, and the first uh, first Cash and Dylan. We've mentioned their names before, but never a specific track. Yes, exactly. Their influence looms large, but this is uh, this is the first time uh, for those two. As we mentioned before, this song is used as the 
credit sequence to The Road to God Knows Where, which is the documentary of their 89 tour uh, of America. And this is viewable as a music video of sorts uh, on the Nick Cave official site. That said, it's not, you know, an official video in any such capacity. But, um, yeah, technically, there's a vid. Always fun to check out. And uh, I do think it's fitting. This song works or would work pretty well as just uh, someone reading off a list of tour dates. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it is really perfect um, for that. Quickly, let's get into the music. Sean, what do you think of this song musically in a musical context? The, the music of the song, the, the notes being played, instruments being used, cadence of, of the mm. rhythm and the beat, yes. uh, all, of the, all of those parts that go into creating music uh, coming together for this song, I believe and feel very strongly uh, that I didn't like it before I listened to it about a hundred times, and uh, I have I've come to come to appreciate and enjoy the way this song builds and grows. Uh, the various instruments you get you get organ in there, you get piano, you get uh, a, a harmonica. Uh, the drum track is fantastic in the back, uh, and we kind of go back to, I think, a style that we saw on the previous album, um, whereas back then it was just kind of the way it was. Here it feels kind of like they're putting it on, as, as I've said, and I think other tracks on this album, uh, that it's going to fall apart at some point, and uh, it's, it's very slapdash. But I love the way that the song starts off very sparse, begins with piano, a little bit of guitar, and by the end of it, it's just kind of this cacophony um, as this man starts spiraling out of control. So overall, I don't know. It's pretty straightforward, but there is, there is the whole song is just a big buildup and a big constant addition of more and more things until it gets to a point where it, it does fall apart at the end. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a that's a great summation of it. Uh, and it, it does, yeah, the song kind of dies out in this whimper which is a little jarring yeah. after the build-up but um yeah that that about sums it up as far as i'm concerned yeah and lyrically there's not a whole lot here um the the individual lines the way he says some of these various towns or or you know makes these turns of phrase are very fun and enjoyable but the lyrics essentially for this song are a list of places where the protagonist, if you wish to call him that, we'll say the subject, a list of places where the subject is wanted for some amount of, of heinous crimes. It, are they crimes? We're never told. Well, we, yeah, we're, we're, we're made to assume that because this man is, is wanted, he is at least... There are at least claims that he has done some some horrible things. Anyways, this song, being that it is a list of towns, states, places, states of mind, we decided to spice things up a little bit. Sean, let's let's tell the listeners. Why don't you tell the listeners about this exciting game that you came up with? That's right. And uh, this game, you know, it, it fits well with a listicle of a song. And uh, what we're going to do is just as we go through these locations, 
we looked up some pretty cool facts about all these places. We looked up some interesting tidbits, and so this is going to be more of a road trip through all these places. Maybe we'll learn something, maybe we won't, but we'll have a lot of fun on the way. Andrew and I both compiled uh, things that we think you might enjoy about each location. And for our for our uh, listeners not in the the United States, and, and frankly, some listeners in the United States, this will be an interesting sort of guided tour of uh, <laughs> our great country, and and yeah, you might just learn something. So watch out. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's take it away. Let's do it. Jumping right in. I'm a wanted man. Wanted man. He starts off whispering these these lines. I'm a wanted man. I'm a wanted man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, honey, I'm a wanted man. And the first stop here is California. I'm a wanted man in California. Got anything about California, Andrew? I do. Um, California. First factoid. California, as of 2019, if it were a sovereign nation, it would rank as the fifth largest economy in the world in terms of GDP. So, Jesus, what? Heavy hitters out there in California. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's insane. California is also the Sunshine State and was founded in 1850. Huh. That's, <laughs> you know, they have a bear on the flag. It's weird. Sunshine, bears, and fat stacks of cash that is that's, california in a nutshell that's right uh next up we're jumping coast this guy is all over the place he is uh, there is no rhyme or reason for these <laughs> these travels <laughs> it's pretty schizophrenic which is also communicated i think in the delivery a little bit yes. uh but he's a wanted man in buffalo and uh buffalo as you might know is the home of buffalo wings and buffalo wings are fabled to have uh, arrived to us as a gift from God at uh, Anchor Bar, where Teresa Bellissimo and her husband, hubby Frank uh, started using them because they were undesirable parts of the chicken. And, you know, the rest is history. And that's actually where Frank's red hot sauce comes from, too. Interesting. I did not know that. Undes- the wings were undesirable parts that's of the right. animal, huh? The drumette, the flap, and the flapper. Nobody wanted. They were stew meat. No more. Andrew, what can you tell us about Buffalo? Well, Buffalo is uh, the second largest city in New York. And the only city in New York named after the American Buffalo. So, <laughs> there's that. Is bison not in New York? I, you know, couldn't tell you. It wasn't on this list, so I didn't look it up. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a city. It has to be. <laughs> Sean, All a right. wanted man in Kansas City. That's right. And uh, this one is a little bit tricky. Uh, Kansas City is the only city in the U.S. named after a state that resides in both that state and a different state that is not in that state. Uh, and it's unclear what part of Kansas City is being referred to here. Uh, which could make his crime a federal issue if crossing state lines. <laughs> That's a great point. Um, I did have the same thing written down. There is a Kansas City oh. in Kansas and Missouri. But what you might not know is uh, this dual naming, this discrepancy, goes back to 1853 
when a town naming error occurred. <laughs> I'm a wanted man in Ohio. Sean, did you know that Ohio is the only state that is spelled the same backwards and forwards? <laughs> I did not know that. Now that you say it, I feel stupid for not knowing that. Uh, Andrew, did you know that Ohio has been named the worst state in the United States 217 years running? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Who are these people that have the authority to deign this such a I miserable can't... place? <laughs> um, it's actually a poll of every U.S. citizen. It gets twice the turnout of the national election. <laughs> but everyone seems to want to get their voice heard. Everyone's got something to say when it's anonymous, huh? <laughs> That's right. That is right. Um, I'm a wanted man in Mississippi. Andrew? Uh, yeah, Mississippi. The Mississippi Delta region is commonly considered to be the birthplace of the blues, which is very relevant to this album that is steeped in the music of the blues. Sean, what'd you have for this one? Um, people may not know this, but, uh, it's scientifically impossible to spell Mississippi as human eyes cannot comprehend what they are seeing. <laughs> Check is that, that one what out. These, is that what these red lines are on my text document? I, yeah. No. Oh, okay. It's constantly shifting. <laughs> it's <laughs> betrays, betrays your eyes and in, in the, the human mind itself. <laughs> the state of madness. That's right. Sean, they want me in Old Cheyenne. What did you have for Old Cheyenne? Old Cheyenne. Uh, this is uh, a terrible name for a person um, and is apparently the capital of Wyoming. It's uh, also the first time in the song that we see a switch to a city rather than a state, which I guess makes Wyoming fairly safe for this man by square footage. <laughs> That's true. Kansas City, I feel like, is not a state, though. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> but who's to say? Ha- Nobody knows. Nobody, Nobody knows. You can't look me in the eye and tell me. I think I saw that Kansas City is also the only city to also be a state, so we That's can just true. move on. We'll, move, we'll, uh, check, we'll edit that in post. Um, what, uh, what did you find out about Cheyenne? Old Cheyenne, sorry. I I found out something very interesting. The Cheyenne Regional Airport features daily nonstop airline service on United Express to Denver International Airport. And I didn't know this, but some airports apparently only have one destination. So if you're flying out of the Cheyenne Regional Airport... And using its daily nonstop airline service on United Express, you're going to Denver. <laughs> you're going to Denver and that's it. Now, I did read in 2010 they added Dallas and Fort Worth uh, Airport, whatever that's called. So, there's two now. You can go two places from there. Can you go to Cheyenne from more than two places? Yes, you can. That doesn't seem fair. Doesn't seem fair. Doesn't seem right. But might not be a bad place to... Uh, well, no, actually, that'd be a terrible place to hide if you're wanted. You'd have everyone get in, but you can't get you. out. 
where do all the planes go? It looks like Denver, <laughs> bud. <laughs> That's it. Wow. Wow. That is... I just read this. It. I don't know how true it is, but I feel like I did five minutes worth of investigative work to deduce I, that this is the case. I feel smarter because I heard that, and so I'm going to say it's true. Seems right. Um, wherever you may look tonight, you will see this wanted man. Mm. That's right. Is he actually physically everywhere? Well, that's an interesting question. That is, that is a... I think it's to the crux of the matter, really. The topic at hand, what we're really here for. Andrew, what is the meaning of this line? There is a... There is a distinct possibility that what this is referencing is the idea that there are you're going to see wanted posters everywhere uh, for yeah. someone with a bounty on their head so you could take it as you know as that <laughs> and I do that's and I do yeah but it also seems like he has the gift of some sort of transcendental <laughs> you know teleportation so i don't know maybe this Some, maybe this person is more than they seem i think it might be an x-file <laughs> it's too many locations <laughs> this man is in too many places <laughs> i like that i like that a lot i might be in colorado or georgia by the sea sean what did you have for colorado well, Colorado, uh, I learned this firsthand, both Denver and Boulder are within view of each other, a mere 15 minutes on the freeway. Uh, very surprising to me when somebody said, hey, why don't you meet me in Denver for dinner? I was staying in Boulder. I thought they were insane, but there I was. Very close. That is not something I would have guessed. You just wouldn't. Andrew, anything interesting about Colorado? Yeah, you can get uh, flights here from the old Cheyenne Airport uh, to incredible. Denver, specifically. Wow. wow. Sean, Georgia by the sea. What you got? Yes, yeah, so Georgia uh, by the sea, inland, anywhere in Georgia, is uh, well known for the booming uh, television and film production industry. Uh, the state of Georgia loves, 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 loves the revenue that it gets and the popularity for the state. And so when you finish watching your next show, just check for that Georgia peach. Lots of tax breaks in that state. <laughs> I have Andrew, se I've seen the peach. I've seen this. I, look, look within yourself. You know you've seen the peach. <laughs> Andrew, peach what is fascinating? <laughs> Find the peach. Uh, what is fascinating about Georgia by the Sea to you? Uh, Georgia is known for its humid subtropical climate, and the sea referred to here is actually the Atlantic Ocean. My so, God. There you have it. Fascinating stuff. So now we have some, some lines, some non-state lines, uh... <laughs> Working for some man who may not know at all who I might be. 
If you ever see me coming and you know just who I am, don't breathe a word to no one, buddy, because I'm a wanted man. Now, these are interesting lines. Uh, what do you make of that that first line there? I think the second two are a little self-explanatory, but that, that one gave me pause. Yeah, no, I think... Uh... To me, it's just the classic tale of a drifter coming into town and doing doing perhaps some hard day labor, and the person employing him just doesn't know his past, doesn't know his history, and so he's trying to lay low and make a few bucks, and you know, knowing this guy probably hop in town not soon, not uh, long after. I like what did that. You make of it? Yeah, I, I, my first thought was was I took it as you know this guy's working as some kind of hitman or working, you know, with a sort of distance between him and his employer if he is indeed doing dark deeds uh for money hence being wanted but i like i actually like your your interpretation of that a little more i like the idea that he you know being a wanted man has to hop town and take these small jobs for people that maybe should have looked a little deeper into his background (laughs) that's Uh, right the background check came clean but uh should have done a little extra yeah, I like that a lot. Well, if uh, if you ever see him coming, you know who he is. Uh, don't breathe a word to no one, buddy, because I'm a wanted man. Uh, I find this line especially hilarious because he's spending this whole song telling us that he's wanted and explaining where he's wanted and uh, then says, don't tell anybody. Go figure. <laughs> he wants the fame, but he, he does. doesn't want the fame. Very interesting. He's he's an interesting, complex fellow, and this is actually the first glimpse I think into the complexity that Cave adds to the song versus the versus the Dylan and Cash, and talk about that in a bit. But uh, it's an interesting add here. Absolutely, Sean. He's a wanted man in Albuquerque. Uh, what's your what's your fact about Albuquerque? Uh, yeah, so this is actually New Mexico's largest city. And I just uh, think that, among other places, it sounds like this guy's life took a wrong turn in Albuquerque. <laughs> uh, Andrew? A classic cartoon line. That's right. That's right. Uh, most wrong turns are actually actually occur in Albuquerque. People don't know that. but Andrew, anything else fascinating about this place? Yeah, uh... The mountains and highlands east of the city create a rain shadow effect, which is an area of significantly reduced rainfall behind a mountainous region on the side facing away from prevailing winds, known as its leeward side. So ah. it seems like they kind of built it on the wrong side of the mountain because <laughs> they don't they don't up. get the rain. I mean, I... Not everybody loves a rainy day like you and I, but uh seems like vegetation, you know, and and all that kind of would suffer. But what do I know? No, and it's it's New Mexico, so that uh yeah, makes sense. Uh garbage be warned. We'll never be happy in Sir- or in Albuquerque. <laughs> because they're only happy when it rains. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> stay, that's stay that, tuned. That's the, the response. Podcast. <laughs> that's that's the response I was looking for. 
Uh, wanted, wanted man. man. Wanted man. That was Syracuse. Syracuse. Yes. Yes. Andrew. Sean. <laughs> what did you have for Syracuse? Um. I was going to say Syracuse. I just wanted PSA. A uh, fantastic little town. It has an amazing spot for tacos, burritos, quesadillas, all sorts of stuff called Alto Cinco. Uh, amazing salsas as well. And uh, I just want to say you could consider me a wanted man in Syracuse, given how many of those bad boys I've murdered. <laughs> Eat a lot of tacos when I'm in Syracuse. That will be that will be on the geography test. <laughs> Alta Cinco. Yes. Alta Cinco, okay. That's right. It's uh Oh my god, it means high five. Wow. I just learned something new from my own fact. Uh Andrew, what's special about Syracuse to you? Uh, it was named after the classical Greek city Syracuse, or Syracusa in Italian, a city on the eastern coast of the Italian island of Sicily. Mamma mia. That's a spicy fact. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wanted man in Tallahassee? What do you got for that? Tallahassee is the capital of Florida, but only the eighth largest city in Florida. One question. What gives? Sean, what did you have for Tallahassee? <laughs> uh, um, Tallahassee is the name of my favorite Mountain Goats album, and for any fans of Moral Oral, you might recognize No Children and Old College Try. Uh, from Tallahassee, again, my favorite Mountain Goats album. Just a devastating, devastating show. Ah, a beautiful thing. A beautiful, beautiful thing. Sean, I'm a wanted man in Baton Rouge. Can you tell me a little bit about Baton Rouge? I can. Uh, Baton Rouge means red stick. Uh, It is the second largest city in Louisiana and is shrouded in mystery as little else is known about this principality. Andrew? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's a mystery. Nobody knows. I'm a wanted man in Arizona. Back to the States. Back to the States. Sean, what'd you have for Arizona? Oh, this is a good one. Uh, it's home of some of the finest, cheapest canned iced tea you can find, and it is also a terrifying hellscape after dark. <laughs> Andrew? Uh, what does Arizona, Arizona mean to you? Uh, Arizona is known for having some of the worst senators in the United States. <laughs> Consistently. I think that's the that, that goes out with the same poll uh, as the Ohio poll every year. <laughs> that's right. I'm a wanted man in Galveston. Sean, did you know that the city of Galveston's tourist attractions include the Ocean Star Offshore Drilling Rig and Museum. <laughs> oh, I didn't, but I have to check that out. I love offshore drilling rigs. It's fracking incredible. <laughs> Sean, what did you have for Galveston? 
Oh, I didn't know. Galveston is an island city, which uh, to describe something in Texas, I just never would have thought that was the case. Uh, you can also see the Moody Gardens, where in giant glass pyramid biomes house aquatic animals like sharks and penguins, rainforest creatures as monkeys and tropical birds, and trapped nincompoops just trying to survive the artificial environments like Polly Shore and Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> trapped nincompoops i hope there's water in the the shark ones oh um, no it's all desert <laughs> i'm a wanted seeing man. how things do speaking of movies about nincompoops i'm a wanted man in el dorado sean what did you have for el dorado well, I learned something about this. El Dorado is a fantastic animated film about two nincompoops finding the city of gold. Uh, and what I learned is it's not a Disney movie. Oh, interesting. Is that a uh, is that one of the DreamWorks ones? I think so. One of the ones I actually where they have didn't the crazy look that eyes. Hard. That's right. No, crazy eyes, and they're trying to be Disney, but they're quite not quite. Still, great film. Andrew, great film and a great. Uh, theme song i forget who does it but it's someone famous um it is a city in arkansas or the fabled city of gold who's to hmm. say but with the line that follows it this wanted man's in great demand he's sort of the he's sort of the golden city among uh outlaws if you want to think of it that way Fabled, hard to find, and everybody wants it. Exactly. I like that. So now, for the next couple stanzas, we have, thankfully, reprieve from uh, (laughs) geography-related lines. (laughs) Sean, what do you make of this first section? Um. Yeah, if you ever catch me sleeping, just see the price flashing above my head. Well, take a look again, my friend. That's a gun. Point it at your head. Ah. Uh, uh, oh, no. This man certainly has a high opinion of himself. Uh, sounds like he's a fairly light sleeper, or at least likes to give off the impression as such. Um, and it might be worth the risk. He might be talking a big game. Might be peacocking on us right here. Uh, seems to be a lot of threats about not turning him in, if you know who he is. Uh, who knows if he can actually do that, Andrew? Yeah, it kind of seems like he's he's one of those weirdos that's like, if you tell anyone who I am, I'll kill you. But here's everywhere I've been. Don't <laughs> don't catch me. Don't catch. He he seems like he he almost, you know, this is a fantasy of his that someone would, you know, dare come after him and it seems like uh you know maybe he kind of wants it a little bit yeah and these this is another turning point from the the other track and kind of i think gives us insight into what cave was going for with his version uh there's there's more ego in this you know he's he's spitting mm-hmm. these lines and he's growling and he's doing his cave thing but it, it sounds like a wounded person it sounds like you know what who's very heroic in the bob dylan and cash song a classic you know just outlaw uh, the cave version is is kind of breaking apart and feels very insecure at this point. Yeah, less of a less of an anti-hero that we that we sort of identify with, and more of a headstrong sort of <laughs> character of dubious intent. Yeah, 
more an asshole. <laughs> Just real dick, dick wad. Here. Real jerk. Wanted man by Lucy Watson. Wanted man by Jesse Brown. Wanted man by Nellie Johnson. Wanted man in this next town. Wanted man by the Bowler Sisters. Wanted man by Kid Callahan. Hey, darling, don't tell me you don't want me, because I'm a wanted man. So he's just kind of having fun playing with, you know, the idea of wanted in a bounty context versus, you know, wanted emotionally, wanted as a as a friend or a partner. He's he's getting in his feelings a little bit here. He is, and this this is what I was kind of referring to at the start. Uh, perhaps he is wanted for the crime of breaking hearts which is yes. not, you know, enforceable, but is still a crime nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> I, I also want to point out that these names are largely gibberish. There there are no classic Old Western icons by these names. Um, they, they happen to align with a couple things. The Bowler Sisters are a pair of YouTubers now. Uh, Lucy Watson is a reality TV star. Uh, <laughs> did you find anything on these people, Andrew? Um. Some of them do appear in the original, whereas some, I do believe, were created based on people Nick Cave knew. That second part is just kind of hearsay, but um, some of these names, I think, were just designed to feel like Old West criminals, and it's possible maybe Dylan and Cash, you know, had some kind of access to, to stories about people that we don't have access to now. But yeah, I just I just yeah. found these to be really good, you know, kind of fake fake outlaw or fake police, you know, names. Yeah. Lucy Watson, you know. It's got kind of a conjures an Annie Oakley kind of vibe to me. Rolls rolls off the tongue as well and uh fits real nicely. Bowler sisters. I was excited to figure out who the Bowler sisters were. Uh disappointed when i figured out that they were nobody <laughs> the name just sounds so good same with kid callahan oh um, yeah there is a, there is actually an elvis presley movie called kid galahad in which he becomes a boxer uh so i don't know if that's because this this is a name that cave added um so i don't know if there's any any tie there but uh <laughs> potential there's also potential there's also a horse uh, that died last year of a heart attack named Kid Callahan. Uh, he's survived by his offspring. I kid you not. They call me Kid Rock. I'm just kidding. She's happy, 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 and Kid Kando. And so I just wanted to, you know, offer my condolences to Kid Callahan. Wow. Rest in peace. Uh, left behind a legacy of horrible, horrible puns. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing to see. A wanted man who's lost his will to live. A wanted man who won't lay down. There's a woman kneeling on my grave, pushing daisies in the ground. Sean, this wanted man's made some ladies pretty angry, it would seem. Some ladies pretty angry, and I I think himself. This is the turn of the song where I'd I'd start feeling kind of bad for the guy and where it really departs from the original uh because that line a wanted man who's lost his will to live is just (laughs) kind of out of nowhere and uh very sad he's still cave's still grooving along with the song so you almost don't catch it but then it's like oh geez (laughs) sorry guy he doesn't miss a beat he just keeps going you've got so many 
towns and states left to go to, apparently, but <laughs> here, here we go. And the woman kneeling on the grave, you know, that, that obviously could be someone, uh, you know, feeling sorrow for, for losing this guy, potentially. But the idea of pushing daisies in the ground, compared with, like, laying them, you know, planting them, whatever feels like something that maybe she's crying and kind of angry and like i don't know i conjured an image to me of her violently sticking them Abs- into the ground like a voodoo doll absolutely and i think it's a reversal of the phrase pushing up daisies in yes. that you know when somebody's dead they are fertilizing the ground and daisies pop up this is someone at a grave that's clearly empty trying to make it look like this person's dead um, yes wanting wishing this person were actually pushing up daisies by you know pushing them down herself so absolutely somebody he has wronged fun turn of phrase sean wanted man in the windy city what what That's, is what is this all about well this is clearly a reference to baku azerbaijan which uh it's odd that he'd suddenly leave the u.s but that is the classic windy city of the world interesting that it does seem like uh either a weird choice or that maybe that's not correct i don't know what else it could be though so did you get anything for this no i have no way of uh discounting that let's go with that <laughs> that's right that's right uh wanted Although, man intended oh uh i was reading this may not be true but it uh the Windy City is a nickname apparently for Chicago. Um, and the only the only evidence I could find of this is uh in the title of the classic platforming video game, Michael Jordan, Chaos in the Windy City. <laughs> uh, and Michael Jordan played for the Chicago Bulls, so uh, that's that's all I could find for, for whatever that's all about. I'll look that up. I'm pretty sure that game took place in Azerbaijan. But, yeah, we'll, we'll look it up. We'll look it up. Uh, wanted man in Tennessee. Andrew. This, uh, famously, where they filmed all of the Lord of the Rings movies, I believe. That's right. Sean, what did you have for Tennessee? Beauti- well, besides the beautiful, lush, verdant, rolling hills and mountains, um, this is the home of Graceland, Elvis's home. And, uh, it is also, if you look at a map, the plate upon which Kentucky's fried chicken leg rests. <laughs> That's beautiful. Wanted man in broken arrow. Wanted man in wounded knee. Andrew? Well, we can start with broken arrow. Did you get anything for this? I did, yes. Um, broken arrow, the city's name comes from an old creek community in Alabama, and members of that community were expelled from Alabama by the U.S. government along the Trail of Tears in the 1830s. Uh-huh. Um, also, Yelp named Broken Arrow the ninth most customer-friendly U.S. city in 2016. So, Damn. Big rebound. Sean, what did you have for Broken Arrow? Well... Broken Arrow and Wounded Knee, back-to-back. I I took these together, and it's really, it it has to be a very bad Skyrim reference. Uh, There's a Broken Arrow, there's a Wounded Knee. There's nothing else it could be. So, uh, It does seem strange to me that Nick Cave could have predicted 
a 2011 video game. But here we are. Did that come out in 2011? And again in 2014, and again in 2016, and it's still coming out today, uh, some, That's right. some say. <laughs> Jackson Town. Sean, what do you have for Jackson Town? Yeah, so we're actually going back to Wyoming, which is uh, tightening the noose. Wyoming is not so safe anymore. Uh, Jackson Town is actually located in a hole and is very close to Yellowstone and the Grand Teton National Park. That's true. This actually is is one of the places I have have visited myself. Um, Jackson Town itself is the home of Elk Fest, actually, in which Boy Scouts collect and sell elk antlers to raise money for the Boy Scouts. Wow. Where do they get all the antlers? I didn't pry. It <laughs> seems like they find them. I don't know if that's true, though. I think they might be killing these elk en masse. Yeah, holy, sh- holy shit. Just a... A horde of screaming Boy Scouts descending on these poor creatures every year. Holy shit. Well, such is nature. Wanted man in El Paso. El Paso, translated loosely from Spanish, means the pass. Uh. Do you have anything else for this one? Yeah, actually, El Paso is a five-time All-American City winner. As recently as both 2020 and 2021, and uh, this is basically an award for inclusive public initiatives, and uh, which may mean that this guy is actually confused as to why he's wanted here. This could be a positive thing. <laughs> like, let's take a moment and raise our glass to El Paso. They are doing a great job. They're doing great work. Um, wow, five-time winner. That's rarefied air. Rarefied air and... As I said, 2020 and 2021, I'm rooting for it for 2022. I just want to see this keep going. I just want to see the three-peat. Like, can we get three consecutive? Uh, big, bunch, big question there. Bunch of turkeys. See the El Paso turkey. I got bounties on my head in towns I wouldn't ever think to go. So that's, wow. Even he's <laughs> a little confused now. Maybe he didn't go to Azerbaijan, as you had astutely posited i think it opens it opens the door to that um i i couldn't find it do you is it legal to even have a bounty on your head in a town you've never been to seems like a jurisdiction problem seems like there would be uh logistical road bumps there yes i think it's questionable wanted man in arizona sean the state so nice he says it twice. We already did this one. What do you got for Louisville? Louisville, uh, Kentucky, obviously. And uh, Kentucky, mm. to, to call back, is the fried chicken leg to Tennessee's plate. I'm getting, getting hungry just thinking about it. Ooh, I can feel the grease running down my hands and all over me. Andrew, what did you get for Louisville? Uh, in terms Slugger. of... In terms of Louisville things, um, 
Important events occurring in the city of Louisville have included the first large space lighted by Edison's light bulb, which occurred during the Southern Exposition in 1883. Oh. So big moment for Edison and his light bulb um, lighting up places with light to uh, make it not dark anymore. Wow. Battling Earth's natural course. That was an illuminating fact. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and very bulbous <laughs> as well. Uh, uh, I am shattered. Like a light bulb being thrown at the ground. Wanted man deep in Death Valley. Yeah. Sean, did you know... If verified, the 130 degrees Fahrenheit, that's 54.4 degrees Celsius for you folks using reasonable systems of measurement, uh, this this 130 degree Fahrenheit slash 54.4 Celsius reading (laughs) at the Furnace Creek Visitors Center on Friday, July 9th, 2021, (laughs) mere days ago, would be if verified, Earth's highest reliably measured temperature, if verified. Well, fuck me. How do they verify that? Um, Sean, what you, you have know? for Death Valley? <laughs> Did you know that recently Portland actually beat Death Valley's average high temperature for June? Uh Last two Saturdays, two Saturdays ago, it was 116, and the average high is 115 in Death Valley. Interesting. Uh, you know that yeah. might be why we didn't fucking record an episode of this bullshit podcast that weekend. Because <laughs> it was too the, hot to live. If I'd put these padded headphones on my head, my head would have swelled like a balloon and blown up. <laughs> Uh, I also want to say the Death Valley has a populace of 320 people right now. And so the fact that this man is wanted there is insane. He must He'd have caught the entire town. <laughs> There's nowhere There's to not hide. not people. Hollywood Hills. Sean. Um, I had never heard of this place, but uh, I, I found out that it was often referred to as Holly Weird because of the people that live there. And uh, it's now famous for movies, but used to be called Hollywood Land, as it was originally a housing development. But uh, when the sign needed to be repaired, the district required that they remove the land so it would refer instead to the whole area, not just the housing project of Hollywood Land. Gotcha. Yep. Andrew, anything about Holly Weird? Yeah. Um, all of the letters in Hollywood were they to fall down on top of you, they would kill you. <laughs> and all it, all it would take would be one, one O, and you'd have moments to, to get in the hole area uh, before being flattened. And you answered both my questions in a row. I, I was wondering if it's <laughs> all the letters would have to fall on you to kill you or just one. Um, and when you said the O would fall on you, I immediately thought, well, you could just step in the middle of it. But, uh, if you're quick, if you're quick, my friends, right. The quick and the dead. Great Western. Very on top. That's right.
if the devil comes collecting because he doesn't know I'm a wanted man, he'd better wear a six gun on his hip and hold another in his hand. Sean, this seems to imply that the devil himself better watch his red butt because he'd get shot, I guess. <laughs> I guess, uh, yeah, this man is implying that the devil would need not one gun, but two guns to take him down. Uh, and also strangely implies that the devil might not know who he is, which is uh, strangely self-deprecating. And I, I'm not sure he means it that way. Uh, anything else from this, Andrew? Uh, I don't know. Devil is a lawman. We'll see that again. Mm, you know, yes. Coming to collect. Uh, maybe not a gunfight in the future, but it's not the last time that uh, Cave will reference the devil, nor reference the devil in the context of hunting down a wanted man. So, Indeed. If you love the wanted man, you best hold him while you can. Because you're going to wake up one morning and find the man you wanted. He is gone. Wanted man's a player. He's going to all the towns. He's having a lot of fun. He's not putting a ring on it no wanted man in new york city sean i couldn't find anything about this one um i have vague recollections of going to a place i think called new york city uh it was very large very aggressive and um, i had a fantastic pizza that was made of butter and artichokes and so this this might have just been a fevered fantasy uh it could have been a real place but i was also then turned away from a comedy club uh, because it was full, I did see the comedian Robert Kelly sitting outside. I did not speak to him. The more I talk about this, the more I think it was a dream. Yeah, I've never heard of Robert Kelly. He uh, he plays Louis's brother on the show Louis. So. Huh. This was before all that, though. Wanted Man in San Antonio. Unlike most large cities in the U.S., San Antonio is not, Sean, completely surrounded by independent suburban cities. And under Texas state law, it exercises extraterritorial jurisdiction, or ETJ, (laughs) over much of the surrounding unincorporated land. It pursues an aggressive annexation policy and opposes the creation of other municipalities within this ETJ. Nearly three-fourths of its land area has been annexed since 1960. San Antonio is a scourge that is ever-growing like a a horrific blight upon Texas. I was going to say that might be our only warring city-state left. Holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) Taken over. Sean, what did you have for San Antonio? Well, you might also know San Antonio as the location of the Alamo, uh, something that you should not forget. But uh, I believe the Alamo is known primarily as the namesake of the fake beer from King of the Hill. So I will remember it. I I do want to pause and, and take note that uh, a lot of Sean and my daily interactions with the world often come back to King of the Hill. So this is not the first nor the last time that you will that you will experience this it might be easier for us to do a king of the hill podcast honestly off the cuff god shit we should be doing that <laughs> well i'll make a note of that for later 
Um, Wanted Man Down in Laredo. Sean, what'd you have for Laredo? Uh, Laredo is uh, actually, I know this as the location of the old song uh, Streets of Laredo, a 1910 cowboy song uh, by John Lomax, covered by everyone from Suzanne Vega to Willie Nelson to Arlo Guthrie and Johnny Cash in 1965. Mm, All right. A a fabled town. Beautiful place. Andrew? Sean, did you know that two days ago, a boil water notice was issued for the city of Laredo, Texas? Oh, no. (laughs) Assuming that you did know that, because I know you're up on these things. um, I do check. Did you also know that in the article about said notice, uh, which was posted by a news agency, a commenter named Omnipotent decided to say that this article has Pulitzer written all over it. I just thought that was really petty and a waste of time. Because the article was simply pointing out that a boil water notice was issued for the city of Laredo, Texas. And this guy, this person, comes in and and just shits all over it. And the comment was posted, you know, days after the article was up. What gives? Oh, my God. They're going to have to post a boil article notice because that has a ton of shit in it now. Watch the Pulitzers this year. You might see a familiar article. <laughs> One man in Tupelo. Sean. He's, yeah. This one was easy. He just had to throw that in there. He just, you know, wink, wink. Yeah. No, to us. It, to the to us, the fans. Hint, hint. Is it, you know, is, look, look at the first song of the album, guys. Some real fan service shoved in here. It also uh, doesn't rhyme really. This is a this is an awkward spot in the song. It does not rhyme, and yet at the same time, in a small way, it sort of advances your theory of the Nick Cave expanded universe, the NCU, uh, that you've been you've been uh, scribbling notes into a, a messy notebook about. <laughs> that's right no i believe that uh nick cave songs all exist in a world in which tupelo is a real place <laughs> and I'll, I'll stand by that wanted man in the state of texas sean texas joined the u.s in 1845 and much like tennessee is a the pan for the chicken leg that is kentucky <laughs> Texas, if you look at it from above, from an aerial view, looks kind of like a chicken nugget to me. Sean, what did you have for Texas, the state? I can see that. Uh, Texas is known as the Lone Star State, and uh, I hate it there. (laughs) Sean, you hate it there. That's an important point do you have anything you want to say to any texas fans that might be listening i have not seen the majority of your state and so if you think that i'm being you know if i'm wrong you're probably right it's just very hot and there are lots of mosquitoes and it's a desert so 
and it might be up there with Arizona in terms of senators, but that's uh, that's something for another podcast. There's been an internal struggle in in Texas, I feel recently, that perhaps wasn't happening in Arizona. We'll see, but historically, yes. Historically, yes, absolutely. Sean, where are we headed next? Well, this uh, wanted man in the state of Maine, Andrew. Wow, he's traveled a- traveled now to the the furthest northeast point of these great United States. Maine is home to the second best Portland in the United States. Uh, the first being Portland, Oregon, this great city that we both reside in. Sean, what did you have for Maine? You know, my my first fact was somehow this man missed doing crime in both Vermont and New Hampshire. Uh, there's no real way to get to Maine without going through those states. And uh, it is also, again, the shittier, the home of the shittier Portland. Uh, and many are saying that. Many believe this. Many so believe it, this. Uh, almost, I would say, a vast majority uh, know this to be true. It's not necessarily voted on every year. Uh, but there is an unofficial write-in section, and that's usually what people write in. We know how people would vote, so we can just call that election right now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Now we probably have the funniest line uh, in this song. This wanted man's in the state of leaving you, baby, jumping on a midnight train. And if that don't make you chuckle, I, I got nothing for you. I love it. That that's always made the song for me. It is really, I don't know. I do love that. All all kidding aside, uh, some good state play there. Yeah. Yeah. Wanted man in every cat house. Wanted man in a mini saloons. Wanted man is a ghost in a hundred homes. A shadow in a thousand rooms. I really love these turns of phrase. I don't know what they mean other than he is wanted in a great many places um (laughs) anything extra you wanted to point out with these lines no it's uh it's again a departure from the classic song it paints him as more of a you know uh a villainous character where he's he's whoring and he's drinking and yeah uh, he's he's performing petty theft and perhaps you know shadowing people and breaking into their homes but I think yeah. it's pretty straight ahead. Yeah, that's that's what I got from it. Wanted man down in St. Louis. What you got? They have they have a great arch. It's it's really a superb arch. And if you haven't seen that arch, uh take a look. Uh at the arch, it is very large and it's metallic uh and arch shaped. Yeah. Hard to avoid. Uh in fact, People flocked to the area originally because of the giant archway standing there. So, oh, there you go. So was, the city was built around the arch, not the other way around. That's it's always been there. Uh, that's that's what I could find. Wanted man in New Orleans. Sean, what you got? I don't. I don't really have any facts about New Orleans. I feel like we're all fairly familiar with the area. I just, you know, this is a bad place to be. A, a criminal or a fugitive in because this is a place where you kind of want to let loose it's a fun place so this is kind of the first spot that i actually feel bad that he might be banned from 
if if yeah if we're taking it as a town that he can't go back to he's missing out on some good times that's rough do you have Um, any real facts but if he if he were to hide there you know maybe he would be able to get away with hiding there more what with the uh debauchery and uh uh i don't know it's the birthplace of jazz you know it just is it is it's it's high up on my cities i would like to visit that i have not yet been to i know god it's been there forever for me as well one day one day sean you want to go to new orleans <laughs> let's let's fucking do it all right let's, let's go get some beads baby <laughs> i'm gonna get all the beads um wanted man in muscle bay this was an interesting one it was uh, what it, did you find anything on it I did find something about a Muscle Bay that was spelled M-O-S-S-E-L, which appeared to be a town in South Africa, which flies entirely in the face of this song. Unfortunately, it was the first place Europeans landed uh, on South African soil, which would prove to be a terrible omen. (laughs) Sean, what about you? Um, I just want to say Muscle Bay is actually the, the legal definition of any beach that I'm on. Oh, yeah. But uh, I don't know if that's what he's talking about. I also found the Muscle Bay in South Africa, which led me to reinvestigate the Windy City reference. And uh, real close to Muscle Bay in South Africa is Port Elizabeth, also known as the Windy City. Oh, I think we might have finally, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? this this guy that's right he appears to be in on the african african continent the southern tip and uh hiding out for some reason uh somehow he got over there but sean did you know that uh cripple creek was a gold rush town in colorado and in that respect maybe an el dorado in its own way I did, and actually in 1890, the final Colorado gold rush was actually initiated on my birthday. Now, I'm not going to say my birthday on the air, but it's true. Wow. I know. I know. Oh. Did you know that it's long been considered a ghost town, but was recently reinvigorated by uh, lax gambling laws that sought to bring people back to the area and now produces hundreds of millions of dollars each year in gambling revenue? And the ghosts uh, can feed on all the human souls they like. That's right. Now that they've drawn the living flesh in with uh, the promise of good times. It really was a double-edged sword. It's uh, not great for the people coming, but great for the area. So you love to see it. Um, I also have something here. This was the location of filming for a 1905 four-minute silent film called Tracked by Bloodhounds or A Lynching at Cripple Creek. Uh, The film depicts the tale of a hobo who murders a nice woman who lets him in, and he's then tracked down and hung by about 100 dudes. Uh, You can go check this out on Wikipedia. I know. It's insane. Um, It's got everything. It's got murder. It's got stunts at the end. It's actually pretty terrifying. They, They do hang this man on camera while they all cheer. Uh, and you can view this all on Wikipedia. But Andrew, if you've got the time, I'd like to play just a short clip from the movie here for the listeners. The scene where the man is escaping across the bridge, really pivotal point in the movie. I think it would, uh, I think it would behoove everybody to really see this because I think it plays well with the theme of wanted man. 
yeah, let's uh, let's take a look right now. All right. Wow. God. Incredible. Andrew, what'd you think what'd you think about that? Yeah, I'm i I'm speechless. I can't believe that something that harrowing, that advanced uh cinematography was present so early. Uh, it's been a great education uh, for me today. I'm glad I could bring that to you. It definitely warrants rewatching. I learned a lot that time through. Um Wanted Man in Detroit City. I've got a good one for this, but Andrew, do you have anything? Please be be my guest. I was born here. That's right. Wow. My hometown. I was born in Troy, Michigan, and I was born on Nine Mile Road, just one mile road away from where Eminem is. Aren't all the kids there uh, built on assembly lines like the cars? Yeah, um, but not me. My parents all said not me. Doesn't that make you some kind of freak? No. No? Oh, God. Why? (laughs) Sean, did you know about your birthplace, Detroit, that it has a floating post office? That's in Detroit? In Detroit, the J.W. Westcott II, which serves lake freighters along the Detroit River, uh, has its own zip code, and uh, it's only used for this floating post office which makes it the only floating zip code in the united states of america my god and it's still operational uh yeah probably i I don't know (laughs) who cares (laughs) san anton the city so nice he says it twice (laughs) uh yeah Yes, we we get it. We get it, man. We you get wanted, it. man. And bringing us home, at least us, the listeners, and not the wanted man. Uh, there's one place I'm not wanted, Lord. It's the place that I call home. <laughs> Aw, guy. This guy sounds like a fuck up, but still, it it sucks to get kicked out by your mom. You know, living in that basement, it, it was probably nice and cozy, but. <laughs> You can only demand tendies so many times. Get a job. (laughs) This poor fella. Yeah, or it could be a a lover, or you know, just a you know, we'll see this kind of come up in some later songs. Just someone who was acting a fool and and uh, was run out of town potentially. Um, Nope. But yeah, it's 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 a very again you know there's other lines like this it's a funny turn of phrase playing off the idea of what it means to be wanted that's about as deep as this song gets though i will i will expand the ncu a little bit here and say nothing more about it but my my theory brought about by this line i think that this wanted man might be the infamous nick Cave villain staggerly interesting okay he almost seems too lucid and too not evil here. Yeah. But yeah, maybe no, I... in his head we are experiencing, you know, more of, of what what his, you know, his inner workings are, are maybe less unhinged than his actions, potentially. 
Yeah, I'm actually going to distance myself from that opinion. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to keep <laughs> it floating around, but it's no longer mine. I'm I'm cutting ties. I like so. it. Okay, okay. That's right. Um, anyone is welcome to run with that idea. Um, Please claim it. Wanted man, wanted man. If the devil comes collecting, he better hold a six-gun in his hand. That's the end of the song. Again, threatening the devil. <laughs> who who he apparently doesn't think, you know, knows him. A very weird relationship here uh, with the devil. Very strange. But he's confident, if nothing else. You know, he he's down on himself, but he's confident. Yeah, it's wavering. Devil's down to one gun now. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, no more, uh, no more hip, hip yeah. holster. I don't know. Feel like he might be losing steam. And the like way he, the final uh, line is delivered, he just completely runs out of steam. It's very, very interesting. <laughs> Does sound like he's passing out. Um, <laughs> the whole song I'd be tired sounds too. like it's passing out. True. Music true. and. It was a gas leak in the studio that day. It would explain this song. Um, Andrew, overall thoughts on Wanted Man now that we're here at the end of this incredible journey? Um, first off, I hope you all learned a lot. Uh, I know we did. <laughs> Second, all in all, it's a fun song uh, with with no small amount of, of humor that, you know, we, we joke about it, we read it from the page it's nothing special but when you when you take it as you know in the context of the song you know you got a little got some chuckles out of this i like i like the cut of this song's jib it's a song that kind of obviously embodies this album's fascination with america and its music um while being performed and recorded by an australian outfit in berlin um <laughs> but it just you know, it doesn't leave much of an impression. It just, it's a banger. It's heavy. It's fun. That said, I don't know that it that it leaves much room for interpretation. And it, it is one of my least favorite songs we've talked about so far, I would say. Sean, how about you? I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I consider it kind of an evil novelty song. Kind yes. of like uh, I've Been Everywhere by johnny cash it's very reminiscent of that song yes that's a great um yeah and i do find it interesting that cave has extended it so much uh the bob dylan johnny cash version uh names far fewer locations and so i i guess cave thought it was better to expand the reach of this man uh by listing off even more places that he has been wanted in or is wanted in um but i'm right there with you it's Again, a novelty song. I, I don't, it leaves no impression on me. I don't think there's anything to interpret here. Uh, well, that's not fair. Well, I, I, to... I think that's mostly true. I just don't know if that's a bad thing necessarily. And I don't think it is. And even as I say that, I'm, I'm eating my words because I think that there is something to be said for the comparison between the two versions in that, yes. you know, this is, this is taking a very simple song about a fairly simple topic and morphing it from the you know cash version of the old west which is which is somewhat noble heroic at least you know even if it's an outlaw somewhat clean um and morphing it into the cave version he takes these these old 
ballads and, and turns them into something a little a little more twisted. And what we get here is, you know, I think a man who's far more insecure, um, far more unreliable in his narration and, um, you know, just very, very Kavian in his mannerisms. So it's interesting in that. As a yeah. song, I don't care for it. As a comparison, I think it's really interesting. And, and, and with the with the Cash one, or, you know, the Cash Dylan one, I do think there is, like you said, it's noble and and somewhat clean. But I also think there's a difference. Here we, we sort of pity and identify with the main character because he doesn't feel wanted, and that's perhaps why he's turned to this life. The other version of the song i get more of a it's almost a lightly political thing like the circumstances of just you know that the the way of the world have kind of transformed that character in a little bit more identifiable way yeah he's still an out you know still not doing things the right way this one this character feels much the same but a lot more pitiable and much less remorseful i feel um yeah in kind of the ways that you've you've described i think you will get a lot more out of listening to this song by listening to that song as well that said for me you know this would be a fun one probably for them to play live i don't know if they did a lot that's that's about it for me it's 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 a great performance of of stuff that just doesn't have the importance of other stuff on this album or some of the others to me. And yet we've said more about it than any other song on the album. Exactly. Well, we had to look up what a, a war- bunch of bullshit <laughs> nonsense to, uh, to fill the time, but uh, we, we did so admirably, I must say. And uh, we should clarify that we are uh, not liable uh, for any decisions you make because of information that may or may not be correct uh, within the confines of this podcast. so None. Absolutely none. Do your own research. That said, mostly what we said was true. So you can probably just take it as at face value. Yes. Asterisk. And fine print, though, uh, for that. Sean, what should they be listening to for next time? Oh, we are coming up here on the end of the album. Um, very exciting time. They will want to listen to the final track on the album and, and an asterisk on that, but the final track on the album, uh, Blind Lemon Jefferson. That is that is the last track on the Firstborn is Dead. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we might as well get into that now. We will be doing an episode on the six strings that drew blood uh, in tandem with our, our wrap-up kind of thoughts. So... For this next episode, we're finishing the album proper, and then we will have kind of a wrap-up episode with that bonus track. Sean, where can they find us? As always, uh, if you have access to the internet, please hop on to the email, and you can shoot us a little text at todayslessonpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, todayslessonpod. You can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash todayslesson. And wherever you're listening, please, please, please leave us a five-star review. In addition to screaming from the mountaintops and and constantly harassing everyone you know to listen, uh, that is the best way to spread awareness of the podcast if you're enjoying what you're hearing. And even if you're not, five stars is just the decent thing to do. 
It's a decent thing to do. Uh, Please. Thanks for for listening to... I appreciate it. ...the podcast. You're decent people. Uh, Goodbye. Bye.